0: Hey everybody, you're listening to Show Starters Season De, and in today's episode, we talk about France and our opinion on how the reconstruction of Notre Dame should proceed. We also touch on how to find the fun in difficult situations, especially at work. Adam explains what the delicacy boiled peanuts are, and we dive into mental health. This is an episode that you don't want to miss. Stay tuned.
1: duh we should start off every episode of season two with duh, duh honey, uh, <laughs> duh.
0: We are why does a friendship
1: have to do everything so sexual uh, deux,
0: i love it i love it I'm, okay actually france has been on my mind a lot the last couple of weeks
1: is that because the eiffel tower looks like a penis
0: a little bit. Um, <laughs> no, no, you are sick. No. i Because oh. I'm going there in a couple months and I'm looking to reconnect with some old friends. Of course, I won't mm. be able to see everybody because I'm not going to be there very long. But I'm looking into some opportunities for the future that involve being in France for extended what? periods of time what are you gonna be a handmaid over there no but i'm gonna keep it under wraps (laughs) until i get more deets okay
1: that's fine we all love a good secret and Uh something to share with folks later Mm -hmm. um that's exciting
0: yeah so i've been doing a lot of research and you know i'm still doing my italian lessons but i thought you know i should go and you know maybe take some french lessons again
1: yeah so this is kind of like a little behind the you know behind the times but um, I don't I don't know if you saw you know with the whole fire at the cathedral yeah. um, at Notre Dame Notre Dame, Dame. Yeah. Notre Dame. Um, there was I saw a link several several months ago now at this point of different architects like creating these fabulous new designs of what they are proposing for different redos of the of the cathedral and um, some really fascinating things some really cool, things that bring both history into the modern so like bringing that um you know very beloved architecture and modernizing it but i believe that the the diocese and the vatican has said absolutely not good it needs to be redone exactly as it was yes
0: and i agree with them 100 percent some of these glass looking things look like a shopping mall yes. ceiling absolutely not no, no. I, I liked, so there was one
1: that had a mix of traditional, but had more of like a, um, it brought plants up to the top too. So it, it kind of infused. Oh, I thought it was interesting. Why do
0: you need plants in a cathedral? Absolutely not. <laughs> no, Notre Dame does not need to be changed or whatever. They need to rebuild it. Listen, like let, it let
1: Quasimodo do what he wants to no, do. If they were too modern, saying.
0: they can build a new building. And they can do a Baroque style and do it in glass and, and steel or whatever. That's fine. That's cool. But well, not on a historical monument like that. No, no thanks. Well, That's my opinion. you will have
1: to keep us updated upon your travels with all of the updates to Notre Dame.
0: Well, we'll see what happens. I don't know if they're going to yeah. have anything going in a couple months. but. <laughs>
1: What you think they just got a tarp covering that whole thing right now to keep the rain out. Uh, I no. mean, look,
0: I couldn't afford to patch my roof for like 6 months and so I just put a Come plastic on. tarp up there. This is the Catholic Church. They uh, got some
1: funds to take care
0: of okay, that. Okay, and I'm a crook too, but <laughs> oh, 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 oh,
1: oh. Um just for clarification, I did not call the Catholic Church crooks. <laughs> well, but Andrew did. Um, no, moving not on. They are, but I'm not. What have you been up to besides dreaming about old Perry, old gay Perry? Uh,
0: I didn't say all that. Um, I don't know. I've been busy. And I hate when people say that, but it's true. Uh, uh, I'm tired.
1: Yeah. you you feel me? I'm kidding. No, it's that kind of week. Yes, like today's Wednesday, but it feels like it is... It, I feel like it's December. Uh, like it's, okay, <laughs> it is. It is a long ass week.
0: I just feel like there's a lot going on with a lot of different areas in my life right now, and so it's just a season. Nothing lasts forever, you know. But it just feels yeah. like there's just a lot happening, and I'm trying to find time to. Okay, back it up. <laughs> Reload the track. Beep, beep. I am a person that values my time and my freedom pretty much above all else in my life. Like those are my most important things is being in control of my time. I don't like being Mm -hmm. told when I have to be somewhere or, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, And I like to be free to make choices. I'm not a nine to fiver. I'm not a you have to be here at this time whether you want to or not. Uh, no. Mm-hmm. And I feel like lately I've been forced, not forced, but expected to do things because of some commitments that I've chosen to make and I'm just not feeling it right now. They holding you down. These people is trying to get me. They holding me down, holding me back. And it's like, mm... Mm, mm. So I'm having to do some real reflecting of like, okay, I'm doing some of this because I committed some of this because the money, some of this because I really wanted to do it when I committed, but now that I'm in it, it's just like not fun. So I either need to find the fun and create the fun. Or bail and bailing is the easy way out, and I know that that's not the right thing to do, right? So right. it's um, taking responsibility back for my own life and realizing that if I want to enjoy it, then I have to make a choice to enjoy it and figure out how to enjoy it because I really do have a great life, yeah. And really, yeah. not and, that much has changed, it's just no, in my and, head,
1: but I exactly and I love the idea of like creating the fun again because, same thing, it's like uh, when we I mean when we kind of finished season 1, we were both of us were ramping into a busy like a busy component yes. of our life. And some of it was exciting, some of it was fun. Um and I think since that point we've gotten through the excitement and it's come more work that's a little uh-huh. bit more daunting and I think we're both still committed to what we're doing, but it's just like not as energizing right now it's more it's 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 pulling out versus putting in and um <laughs> this so is no I, time I, for your clumsy <laughs> come ons
0: oh my word i apologize i was to the not viewing going audience. there <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you took it there um but no it's so i agree it's like recreating the fun because I, I like i'm still so energized with with the things that i have going on and i want to make it uh, successful, but I agree. Like I gotta, I gotta make it fun because it became work, and yes. I was, you know, I, I don't want it to be work. I want it to be joy, and value, and and adding value to my life, not detracting from that. So yes, I hundred right percent
0: agree. And it's one of those things where I'm still excited about the potential outcome of some of these mm-hmm. projects that I'm working on. So it's not that I want to abandon ship or not be part of them. It's that the day-to-day mundane small tasks come in and you have to see them through and things don't go as planned always and there are some bumps in the road and learning to deal with that, not just learning to deal with it, but choosing how you're going to deal with it because there are many different ways to deal with it and in the past, I've dealt with it in some not so great ways and now I'm trying to deal with it in positive, forward-thinking not nose to the grindstone and just force it and make it happen more of take a beat, Mm -hmm. get yourself in a good mindset, um, do something that you need to do, even if it's just for, you know, 10, 15 minutes, a half an hour, whatever, to get yourself into a good state and then reapproach. you know? Yeah. And, And that's all involved in finding the fun, creating the fun and getting my happy back. Not that yeah. I'm not happy, but I feel like, ooh, there's a cloud
1: hanging, chat. Right, right, right. So, one of the things that I've done recently to get some of that happy back is and um, in, divulge into a craving that I've been having of boiled peanuts. Have you ever had boiled peanuts? Have you heard of boiled peanuts?
0: I'm waiting for a response. What the hell is a boiled peanut? No, <laughs> I'm looking at you like you're crazy as hell. A boiled you, peanut. You've never heard of a boiled peanut. How they do that? Within the shell, so out the shell? This is,
1: this is a Southern delicacy. It, it, it so it originated uh, in America in the South um, because the peanut, it's a little history lesson here for you. The peanut actually came from, um, traveled from south america to africa and from africa to the u.s during you know the slave trade time so that's why most of the delicacy is prominent in the south because that's where most of you know slavery at least originated or was prominent Um, but boiled peanuts are delicious so you take a raw peanut and you in shell throw it in some water and you cook it with either salt or seasons and it is so delicious. It they call it, um, I think like southern caviar of the south or something like that. So you you crack open the peanut once it's done, and you have a very tender, almost like a um, a cooked chickpea. It's just kind of that that firm but soft texture and it's so good okay now
0: you know that my dad's side of the family is all from the south and my southern cousins were just up in chicago Mm -hmm. recently and i saw them i'm gonna have to text them them, and ask ask them about
1: boiled peanuts because they they sell it everywhere and actually there at least there's one at least that i know of a gas station in michiana that sells them and they are delicious
0: okay i'm gonna have to check it out
1: Yes, you will. We'll get some when I'm back. But um, so I made, attempted to make some on my own last night or the night before, and it didn't go so well. So they're still a little crunchy. They are salty as hell. <laughs> <laughs> They're like you.
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> I'll call them my Andrew nuts. <laughs> I'll take that. Oh, don't call them that. I'll take that though.
0: That's
1: <laughs> but it was a good first attempt. Lessons learned. But like those things help like bring me back. I'm like, okay, it's a new adventure. It's something fun. It's new. I'll I'll perfect it. But um, yeah. yeah, my boiled peanuts. So I've been bringing them to work to try to get other people to be real salty as hell. Yes. <laughs> oh, nice oh good stuff but um yeah boiled peanuts you have to try them
0: you're so crazy i will have to try them though i like peanuts and i i'm more of a savory snack person than sweets
1: here you go so good try it yeah um yeah so speaking of office uh one of the things that we've been going through the last couple weeks is a totally new transition to a new physical office so the system that i'm working for is doing some adjustments of retail or not retail um real realtor space is that what you call it we'll go with that um (laughs) i have no idea what uh, you're talking about so we the last couple months they've been constructing and building a new floor for us in one of our buildings for our whole department and um so we moved it's interesting it's beautiful space but i've shifted now from an office a with a door and four walls three walls four walls now to a cube which i was very nervous about but um I actually love it. I love it. It's I couldn't nice. do it's it knew it's fun. You say that, but there's enough like it's it's a nice space. It's a nice space. So for now, we're only a couple weeks in, but for now, I'm
0: loving it. Well good for you. Mm-hmm. Somebody has to work in a cubicle and it ain't gonna be me. Well, you say that now. Yes. You say that now. <laughs> let it be said, <laughs> let it be known.
1: Uh in fact,
0: I- in fact, today I was working from home on the computer and I was sitting in my office and it was such a nice day outside. And usually when it's nice, I like to sit out on my back deck and mm-hmm. work from there. My Wi-Fi has been acting so strange lately that when I'm out on the back deck, it's too far away from the router. Is that what you mm-hmm. call
1: it? Yes. So, yes.
0: So that little, little thing that blinks. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> It's
1: called a pager.
0: It's trying not to work so hard because when I'm out there, it's giving me a poor signal. So I was stuck inside today and I just kept looking out the window. It's so dark and dreary in here. I'm like, mm. so I guess who do I call about that? My provider. You're
1: going to call Will and ask him what booster you're going <laughs> to use. Help me, Will.
0: <laughs> Will Mott. i I want to go outside.
1: <laughs> you need a Wi-Fi booster. That's what what, what is that? It's a device that you can plug into another room that, that receives the connection from your router and then boosts it so that you can exp- like expand your footprint of of signal.
0: Okay, and then do you have to pay a monthly fee for that?
1: No, no, it's just a device. How much does it cost? I don't know, Amazon it. Look, there's it, probably <gasps> a ton of them.
0: I have an Amazon gift card. Ooh. That's
1: right, the one that you got in the, in the mail that you almost gave back. <laughs>
0: Stop, that is private. We don't know about that we don't talk about that (laughs) okay um you just need need a booster (laughs) yes okay i just put it on top of my desk right now as a reminder i put the gift card on there as a reminder to get on amazon and look for a wi-fi booster okay
1: yeah um yeah that's
0: all you need thank you for solving that problem you're welcome
1: um, so there is, there is one topic that I wanted to talk about and we've mentioned it here on the podcast a couple times in just a several for different things, but, um, you know very well because I send you many, many pictures, but I love to creep up on public transportation. And you do. And that's why I,
0: I don't take public transportation because it creeps like you. I take I, I find
1: it fascinating. I love people watching, and I love taking pictures of either attractive people or crazy people and <laughs> sending them to people um, whom I care for. A so, mess. Uh, and you've seen many of the pictures that I've sent you, but <clears throat> I, I got on a bus a couple weeks ago to get home, and... There were these two frightened college kids sitting across from me, and we were adjacent to a woman who was talking quite loudly and, I think, pretty upset. And I thought maybe she had an earpiece in. She was on her phone, Bluetooth, you know, Bluetooth now. You never know who's mm-hmm. crazy and who's just talking Those little old pods. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, she clearly was not talking to anybody on the phone, and she was going off. So I'm going to share a little bit of my video recording with everyone today, but then we'll talk about it. So we'll, 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 we'll go over this here. Here so we go. Here, you ready?
0: Here we go.
1: Can you hear so, it? I know better everything. They don't say, trying to be shit and stuff like that. Nobody to the I my clothes. I say, destroy my
0: So what is she saying? I can't really hear what she's saying. (laughs) It's a little mix of everything.
1: Part of it was like, I'll I'll destroy my fucking clothes. Like ain't got to tell me shit. And she's going on and on and on. And so she was pretty vocal about this. And she was looking at everybody and at nobody at the same time. But these two poor little college kids were scared to death. Um, And then so what happened, though, is she I think she mistakenly got on the wrong bus and she she pulled the cord to, to get the bus driver to stop the bus and it was at a stop that was not on this route and she gets up and she's screaming at the driver from the back door and slamming on the door to open it and she's like you open this fucking door and she's going on and she finally gets off and the bus driver had to park the bus come back reset the door get back in and then go because it was just this whole thing so I, at first my initial reaction was like what the hell just happened this is crazy but um because like we all have those those cta moments here in the city but yeah um my other deeper thought after that you know after i I had watched it and i of course sent it to people like saying look at this this is crazy um you know I, i i thought about it after a while i'm thinking this poor woman and i started to empathize with her a little bit and say you know, maybe there is some mental health issues there. And, and you know, it's such a stigmatized thing and, you know, people don't have resources. And so it just, right. I instantly went from like, ha ha, this is nuts to like rethinking my whole thought process and then totally took it to like a deep moment. Um, and, you know, you see quite a few people, either homeless or who appear homeless out in the city. And some of them, in my personal opinion, are are there just to collect Change and make money because there are people that I've seen on Michigan Avenue at least the last six years with the same poster with the same shtick. And I'm like, there's no way I
0: need to know who makes that cardboard and the markers because that's a long time for a same poster to last. (laughs) That's quality product right there. Well, you,
1: you, I mean, the same content, you know (laughs) what I mean, but and then there's other people who are like aren't doing that. And you know, just the other day, there was another example where this gentleman was just you know very clearly talking to himself and you know having a good time but then it quickly turned and so it's just like mental health is such a you know it's a stigma and no one wants to talk about it and then people who maybe are afflicted by it don't want to come forward because you know they're worried that they're going to be labeled with something so it's just it made me really think about how, number 1 how fortunate I feel that I am and you know the things that I have and those around me but Uh, You know, then empathy for the people that don't, and that you know are suffering with certain things. So, just it took a real deep dive and um, made me think.
0: It does bring you around to a bigger issue that we have in our society, um, in Western cultures or America in particular right now, which is that conversation around mental health and resources, and what about people that that have serious issues? Some that could be probably helped with medication, but others that could be helped with, you know, therapy and mental health treatments that there is such a stigma, especially in certain cultures within our subset, you know, subsets within our Western culture. Um, yeah, it's a problem.
1: Yeah. Well, I think, I I think, you know, 99% of us at some point in our lives struggle with
0: it. Of course, it's part of the human condition, but I'm talking about, like, people that have major trauma, and and there's physical and mental repercussions and results.
1: Yes, true. I mean, yes, they're they're of all different degrees, but, you know, if if you start out with a small issue, whether it would be, you know, a small case of anxiety or depression, and then it's not, you know, addressed or uh, treated, and it just keeps snowballing, and then... Then you are this person that ends up, you know, with their whole life totally flipped upside down. And maybe you're on the street or you're the crazy bus person. Okay, can I say
0: something? And I know this is probably going to be an unpopular opinion, but I really don't care. Go ahead. You said anxiety and depression. And yes, those are real things. They're whatever. But I can't stand how people use those as an excuse. I can't stand... You know, there's people that have that... Yes, it's a real whatever. But there are some people that have resources and I don't know. It drives me nuts. You see these You know who I'm talking about. I do. These, I do. So these uh pumpkin spice latte drinking. <laughs> uh what's that concert that people go to with all the crowns?
1: Well, I don't know. The flower crowns that. and stuff. Oh, Coachella, Coachella going.
0: These pumpkin spice latte drinking Coachella, going, <laughs> Real Housewives, watching, not working. Uh, yeah, I, I get, I get what you're people saying. People wearing I, that have anxiety yeah, about I, I, what?
1: I know where you're headed. I, I will say, I can't stand the that benefit shit. of, of, you know, people. Sharing that is that at least it's starting to dull the stigma a little bit. To they where, just want attention. You know, I, so that's my challenge is there now that it's dulling, people maybe were doing it for attention when there actually are people out there that truly do suffer from those things. Yes, absolutely. And, it, and become crippled. Um, and so, yes, I agree. It, it detracts a little bit from those people that really do have challenges with it. Yeah, and, and just because
0: you don't want to go somewhere or you're nervous about being in a crowd of people does not mean that you have a debilitating mental disease or illness or whatever. All of us don't feel like being around crowds sometimes. I don't know. Maybe I'm being too no, harsh. I, yeah, I think a
1: little bit. But there are some people that Man. really do struggle with like you. Obviously, and and for me, I and I think we're in the same similar mind where. We're social butterflies or can be social butterflies. But I can't
0: stand people sometimes.
1: Agree. And I get nervous about going
0: out and I'm like, I don't want to deal with the last thing I want to do is go to the grocery store, but I need a lemon. You know, that's just because you're lazy. That's (laughs) that is a big part of it. But it's like, I don't want to be around people and blah, blah, blah. But you know what? Put your big boy panties on and get the hell out of the house. Yes, but I think
1: it. You know, there's a lot of it that boils back down to like self confidence and the feeling of acceptance. And there's just a lot. Well, that's the inside
0: job. And I'm sorry. I know there's gonna be people yeah, sending me that's messages what we're and about. saying, "Well, no. you just don't have any idea, da, da, da. bitch. Shut the fuck up." Yes, I do. <laughs> but mental health. Stop is being an so damn job. weak.
1: Ugh! Stop being so damn weak. No, some people do need support, and there are other people, yes, that are just doing things for attention. I totally agree with you on that one. But for those that are truly impacted by it, I, you know, that's the challenge is that.
0: Yes. And I agree. And I'm not saying that there aren't people that are, aren't, I know there are, and I support them. I just don't like the people that are trying to fake it or, uh, capitalize on what's trending right now, mental health, I have anxiety. Okay, well, then why are you writing a big old long Facebook post about it and putting it out there? Aren't you nervous? True. Uh, A real somebody with anxiety would not be putting all their business out there.
1: Unless you're an influencer Uh and then you create an awareness and selling that pill because you're getting sponsored. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay and I'm all about that I support that 100% that I, know do, yeah, that I know you do Esther I know you do Okay can I tell you a quick little story about mental health and stuff Yes yes. So there's a hospital near my house And it has a parking garage That is five stories high And so I've been trying to like You know get my physical health on So I will jog down there And I will run up the five flights of stairs To the parking garage And usually I'll do it twice. And then my little cool down is walking around the top open air floor of the parking garage. And I get a nice view. There's a good breeze up there. Uh, Usually I'm by my damn self because I look Mm -hmm. sweaty and nasty. So I'm just like cooling off and whatever. And then Mm -hmm. I go down and walk home. Well, the other night I went and I was just having a rough day. Like, work was stressful and whatever. I thought, I need to just go get some exercise. So Mm -hmm. I went around sunset. So it wasn't quite dark yet, but it was, you know. I did my stairs twice. I'm exhausted, by the way. I mean, that's ten flights of stairs running the whole time. By the time I got to, like, the fourth flight the second time around, I was, like, walking because I couldn't quite make it. I was taking them two at a time before I couldn't quite make it. Mm -hmm. And I get up, and I'm like... Woo! You know, like hollering. cause I, I made it. And even though I had a bad day, I'm like, I, I d- did my goal. I'm like, Rocky. Somebody thought you were jumping, so they called yes! the fire department. So I, I walk around, <laughs> oh and I'm out of breath, okay? And I look. My face is red. I'm sweating. And I'm like, and there's nobody up there. There's like maybe one car parked at the top level at that time of day, you know. It was that's right
1: because they were getting some nasty things happening in no, their
0: car. No. And I'm just okay. walking around the perimeter of the top level. And of course they have cameras up there and stuff, which okay, whatever. That's great. Security. I didn't think that they were like actually like monitoring them twenty four seven. Oh yes, they are. Because I look over and a security guard comes up. I took my headphones out.
1: Did he talk you down?
0: Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. He thought I was like a mental case. Well, you are. I went to shake his but. hand. He backed away. I was like, oh, I said, hi. I, he said, you got to get out of here. I said, it's a public hospital. It's not like it's private property. Like, what are you talking about? And I go, well, I'm just, I, I did the stairs. And I'm, I'm like, <sighs> I did the stairs. <laughs> I just trying to cool off. He's like. Yeah, well, they sent me up here because you were on camera and you looked unstable. I'm like, that's because my legs be hurting like that. <laughs> I'm like. That is so funny. No, no, no. And he was like shooing me out. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And so I'm walking with him. I'm like, okay, I, said, I understand. I said, but is it okay that I do the stairs? Like, this is a good workout for me. And I, I do it all the time. It's just usually in the middle of the day, not – When it's getting toward dark, he's like, well, I think then he realized I was a normal person. I was catching my breath and I was tell him
1: your full name. He said, do you know who I am? Do you
0: know who I am? I was speaking intelligently and whatever. And he was like, well, we get a lot of teenagers up here and you know, we have to worry about vandalism and you know, we have to make sure that nobody's going to jump. And I'm like, I totally understand. Did did
1: you show him your bald spot and say, sir, I am not a teenager. No, I was very flattered. (laughs) I was like, I
0: understand. (laughs) Let me go home before my parents are worried. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I did, I, I, I introduced myself and he's like, oh, and I I asked for his name and he told me and I said, well, you know, I, I understand you're just doing your job. I said, but you know, sometimes after tennis, we do the stairs. Is that okay? You know, I'm not trying to like break the rules or whatever. He mm-hmm. goes, no, absolutely. That's totally fine. We have quite a few people that do that. It's just, you were walking around up here. It's almost night. I was sir. looking over the edge because I was looking at the river, <laughs> and there were some ducks down there, and I was just trying to catch my breath. You said, sir,
1: I am an Elkhart elite. Did you not see
0: my velour jumpsuit, track no. suit? I was wearing my Ralph Lauren white. <laughs> of course. Full tracksuit, honey. I was like, listen. Running in heels, of course. <laughs> <laughs> that um,
1: is funny. A mess. I felt, I felt kind of
0: like embarrassed. I was like, Oh my God. So they are watching me. So they saw me like almost dry heave and throw up (laughs) and pick your wedgie and all that stuff. All that stuff. And I'm like, do they have, do they have, um, like audio on those cameras up there? (laughs) They do. They heard me. I was like talking I was about like people that I had dealt with that day that pissed me off. I was like, fuck him, man. (laughs) like out loud that's hysterical
1: you are you do they're like sir you do need mental health
0: yeah they're like go to floor 13 (laughs) there aren't even 13 floors there
1: right it's it's a seven floor hospital it is (laughs) that is funny what a mess that is a mess i haven't for you for running though i have
0: not been back since
1: really i'm scared why I don't you know he only out. works once a week. It's fine. I don't want
0: to get kicked out again. Who cares if you do? I almost went on this tangent to him. Like, I was born in this hospital, and my mother died in this hospital, and I own property near this hospital, and I have made donations to this hospital, mm-hmm. and you I know thought... know how many times they probably hear that old I story. know, and I thought... <laughs> Mm. I don't have breath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just go home. Sir, I will tell you why I'm here if I just give me a moment to collect myself. As he throws me off the side <laughs> of the building. Yeah. I said, Leave.
1: Oh, that is a mess. I'm I I'm well, I'm glad he didn't tase you right there up on the top floor.
0: I when I saw him coming with his like uniform, looked like a police officer, and he was coming right for me. and There was nobody else up there. I'm like, here we go. Here we go.
1: That is a mess. And in total Andrew fashion. So I know, I thank know. Thank you for sharing.
0: Damn it, man.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. Um, well, do you want to talk about um, what we have upcoming in the seasons and in a couple of weeks that we're going to be meeting with this weekend about? Season duh. Duh. <laughs> and you... parts of what's coming up with duh.
0: Yes. Um, well... As we mentioned in our inaugural Season 2 episode, uh, we are going to be doing some interviews and bringing on some new cast members to the show that we've started because we're show starters. Yes, we are. And um, we are doing our first interview uh, this coming episode and we're excited to um, sort of bring a new dynamic to the table. Um, we're going to be talking to, like I said, different people, but we want to know about where they come from a little bit about what they're doing now, because these are all people that are of note, um, in our minds and in general as well. So we're going to be sort of delving into why they do what they do, how they got to where they are. Um, maybe what's next for them and uh, hopefully, adding on to the interest of our show with these new quote unquote cast members.
1: Yeah, and I think um, you know what we've talked about certainly is the cast list that we have uh, in mind is um, just a really interesting and dynamic group of people, diverse. That, yes, that we've that we've hand selected and for for different reasons whether it, it, that we know them or we know their personal story or we're fascinated and empowered by things that they're doing yeah um, or the you know the the work that they're doing all kinds of things that we really want to share with our listeners and bring them into the fold um, to help others hear their stories because uh, they're just, some amazing things happening um, with those people. And we want to be able to share a little bit of them with you all.
0: Well, here's the thing, everybody on the list that we've made so far, and and we don't have these people for sure locked down. We have some locked down, but the list of people that we've made, I admire everyone on that list. And I have questions that I want to know. And I know you do too. Yeah. And so if we have questions for them, we know that our listeners will also have these similar type of questions and find value in. Uh, I'm not going to call them interviews. I'm going to call them more of conversations.
1: Yeah, they are dialogue. I would say monologue, but it's a dialogue.
0: <laughs> <sighs> Bless your Let's heart. Going to go into the
1: acting thing. You know, okay, okay, know but no, I'm excited. Uh, I'm yes, excited. Conversations. I'm mm-hmm. excited
0: to have these conversations with these people um, of various backgrounds. We have. Different age groups, different careers, uh, genders, races. Uh, it's an exciting mix of people that I think all bring something to the world at large and I think will really add to the value of the show, not just for us as the hosts, because selfishly, I want to know what's going on with these people, yes. but also for the listeners on our audience and their audience as well. I hope to get something out of each of these people, some of which have been interviewed by many different podcasts, magazines, television shows, um, websites. I want to get something out of our conversations that hasn't been released in any of these other platforms. I want to know some exclusive, uh, information, some, something that they would like to tell and something that we would like to know.
1: Yeah, because I think, um, you know, sometimes you you listen to podcasts or interviews or on TV or wherever, but, um, and it's all, most of it's about what the interviewer wants to know about that person, but not many times do they give the interviewee a chance to, you know, help guide the conversation too and share what they want to share about um, you know, the message that they want to put out there. So that's something that we're focused on on having a good, healthy mix of is what we want to know, but also what what they want to share with with everyone, knowing what they know about who we are and what we're focused on, too.
0: Right. It's exciting. It's an exciting step for us and uh, hopefully exciting for everybody that's following along and coming along with us on this journey.
1: Yeah. Super exciting. Yeah. Um, so, looking forward to that. So, good things coming up here in the next uh, couple of weeks that we've got planned before as we're planning season the. <laughs> um,
0: anything else you got for us today, Andrew? No, I have to say that when I started this podcast recording today I was feeling so tired and drained and now I'm feeling energized and excited and I hope that that is a metaphor for the entire season of show starters
1: I think so I have a good feeling too and just I agree with you same here that um, just feeling re-energized so it's good to be back in the chair and in front of the mic um, with you and with all of our many listeners so with that, uh, we hope that you'll continue on our journey with us on season two. And uh, you can like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Google Play, all the rest, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, we also are uh, on Facebook. You can join us there at Showstarters Podcast and Instagram at Showstarters. So um, drop a line, say hello, like comment. Um, and we will see you all next
0: week. Have an awesome week, guys.